the podcast from hell is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Now offering video visits so you can take control of your orthopedic care from the comfort of your home. Schedule online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, you improved. Please stand clear of the closing door. Going down. the castle steps and he Great. he he ascended the spiral staircase to free the precious goblin and when he'd freed the goblin from her goblin chains uh, she thanked him with a, a hearty handshake and then they left to amicable friends that that was all this weekend yeah well, wow well that's how that's how weekend. i heard it from lucille Oh, so you you weren't actually there. I wasn't there. I don't think many people were present. I mean, just Ethelred and uh, whatever the troll's name was. I forgot. Oh, there's a troll involved. I, I missed that part of the story. Mm. I, I I checked out a little bit, I'll be honest It's okay. You. I did, too, to be fair. <laughs> you checked out of your own story while you were telling Yeah, Jamie? about halfway through. Oh, I hope. Once he got to the spiral staircase, That's I just sort of lost interest for me. Yeah. I, that's funny. I checked out on the back end, so no, you, just, were, you were checked out, and then I was checked out. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of uh, architecture, and so the uh, the spiral staircase is really what got me. I've really been. You know, a lot of spiral staircases in ancient castles will go uh, they'll go clockwise because when you when you go up the stairs, if you if you're holding like a sword or a spear or an axe, if it, to, in order to use it properly, you got to hold it in your left hand. And that bird, uh, I would assume you'd put you at a disadvantage. If you're coming up. Up the stairs. Uh, like a t- if you're attacking the tower. Yeah. yeah. So if you're coming down, it would be in your correct, right hand. Yeah. Your, your right hand your or your stabbing, proper hand? Your stabbing hand. What if you're left handed? I guess well, you should attack the castle. Well, you're in the attacking squad. Is that how they would decide who attacked and who defended? No, I think you just kind of got, uh, th- you're just kind of lucky if you ended up on the right side. Oh, well, that's fascinating, fascinating anyway. history of staircases. It's, um, that's like the third time you've told me a, a oh, really? trivia fact about staircases. Well, you know, there's this uh, there's this building in New Mexico, and they got this staircase that defies gravity. In New Mexico? Yeah, in New Mexico. Okay. It's just north of old Mexico. You wouldn't know about it. The- <sighs> I, I'm not familiar with Old Mexico. Uh, well, Old Mexico, it's down there. There is a staircase that defies gravity. I was in the Weeping Room recently this month. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, in the Weeping Room, there's a staircase that it's like an M.C. Escher type staircase. Oh, that's nice. Hmm. All right. Well, yeah. Any the anything else you want to talk about staircases? No, I'm pretty uh, cased out. I like to let you get it out of your system well, before we start recording. It makes sense. I'll start recording any second. Yeah. But the troll again, part of the story. I missed that completely. 
Well, at the beginning, when uh, Ethelred, the woebegone, went up the staircase to okay. rescue the beautiful trolls Just to be from clear, her. I'm not asking you to retell the story. Okay. I just wanted to point out... And then he went up a staircase. Yeah, the, the, the troll. It reminded me of our conversation about Pier Gint and the important, important decision that you have in front of you. Pier Gint? Pier, Pier Gint. I can't remember how I say it. <laughs> I say it the right way. Oh, okay. I don't know what way you say it, but yeah, it's, I don't know. The Norwegian way. It's Norwegian, so it's a Piergente. Oh. Yeah. I think I bought one of those at the Ikea. The, uh, you bought a Piergente? Yeah. It's, it, it's a bedside table. Did you put it together? Yeah. It's a table that goes on the side of your bed. Oh, no. So one of the interesting things about Pierre Gint, is, as our listeners will remember, oh, Pierre Gint is we did this like two weeks Norwegian ago. aria uh, where a, a young boy goes and visits the Troll King. And the troll king asked him, you know, are you going to be a troll or are you going to be a human? And he has to decide. And th- that's where we get the phrase, to, your, to thine own self be true. That comes from Pierre Gent. That was terribly interesting. Was it? No. <laughs> oh, sarcasm. <laughs> you see? You're becoming more, more human. Oh, good. <laughs> but the important part that I think you really need to think uh-huh. about is it's an important decision because uh, at the end... Of the story, Pierre is uh, looking at an auction. All this stuff is like a big yard sale. Oh, wait. His name is Pierre? Yeah. Oh. Pierre, Pierre Gint. Well, I'm very confused. You thought he was like a colleague? He's the Pierre. Colleague Pierre Gint. Gint. Yeah. Like Comrade Gint. No. No, no, no. Pierre. It's uh, it's Norwegian for Peter. Oh, Pierre. No, Peter. Peter. P- <laughs> Why is that so hard for you to say? Peter. Peter. So he's uh, at this yard sale, and all his stuff is there, but it's not just his normal stuff. It's all the things that he did not do, all the songs that he did not sing, all the dances he didn't dance, oh, shoot. That's all getting, the things that he left unsaid, that's questions getting psychedelic. that were asked. Right? Now, so uh, I think that's an important thing. Maybe we go through a little um, exercise. It's starting to sound like some Moody Blues lyrics <laughs> here. I don't know if I can handle that. We're going to imagine a yard sale. No, not Rick. in your wildest dreams, Kate. <laughs> okay. Do one more lyric from Moody Blues. One more. Anyone at all. I'll, I'll accept it. Nothing? You yeah. got me I, I knew you were out. I knew you were out. You, can, I, can I be honest with you, Kale? Yeah. I've been listening to nonstop Moody Blues for like the last six days. Really? <laughs> yeah. Why? I don't know. They're just, they're just kind of a banger. Does it put you in the right headspace? It does. And then I get honked at when I'm walking down the street because I'm in the right headspace in the middle of the road. <laughs> so our listeners will remember that oh, uh, Rick is a demi-demon and uh, he has decided to undertake, with my help, my tutelage, to become a full-fledged demon. Uh, really, the journey of his entire afterlife, and we're going to accelerate that. We're going to help him do it. And one of the things I said is uh, you need to be in the right headspace. And some people it's music, some people it's exercise, some people it's essential oils, oh, which uh, I've been making I'm, here in this I, uh, chat still. I'm not going to buy any kale. Not this week. Sorry. Okay. Well, Lucille is, uh, she's put the, the kibosh on any uh, well, I mean, spending. You bought the package, so you've already paid for Oof. A month's uh, subscription, but so the box is going to keep coming. But I don't want to. But they the smell box, it. The box is going to keep coming. I'm allergic to lavender. Well, I, I don't know why you signed up for the lavender. I didn't want the lavender. I, said I thought sign up for the oregano. Well, I said trees, tree scented, pine, cedar, dogwood, sycamore, lavender. Yeah. No, the la- it's a plant. Yeah, it's, it's not about 
the sassafras. That's a, a tree. It's not about the fine, fine selection of essential oils that I have available. I would have even taken rosemary. That's like stinky lavender. So close your eyes and imagine this yard sale. Uh-huh. Okay, you got your eyes closed? Yep. I can't tell because my eyes are closed. Oh, well, that means we're both doing it right. All right, so you reach down and you pick up an item. Mm-hmm. What's the first item mm-hmm. that you pick up? Well, it's a dildo. Okay, put that down. Yeah, I just down. put We did that last week. Yeah, pick up okay. uh, another item. Any item whatsoever, and feel the weight in your hands. Okay. Feel it. Uh, uh-huh. And you know what? I'm going to invite listeners. Let's do this as well. This is your own personal inventory yard sale. Okay. And pick up something. Uh, feel the weight of it. Feel the shape. Is it cold? Is it hot? Mm-hmm. Is it cold and hot? Is it cold on one side and hot on the other? What's cold on one side and hot on the other? And then open your eyes and look at it. <gasps> so this, what you're holding in your hand is something that has never been before. This is what? something from your life that's missing. Ooh. It's a question unanswered or a song unsung or an unmade work. So what is it? What is it in your yard sale? It's it's the ultimate butt poker. Boom. I've done I've, it again. I've been searching for that butt poker that I could poke butts with. That would poke three butts simultaneously. I've dreamed of it, but I never thought I'd see it. I don't know if our listeners can tell, but uh, Rick is tearing up right it's, now. It's beautiful. It's, it's got electro prods. It's lubricated from the inside through some sort of catheter system. And, and what does this... It's got an ergonomic grip. What does this butt poker represent? What is, it's a metaphor, I'm sure. So what does it represent? Oh, no, it's... I mean, I hope it's out there somewhere. I'd like to have this butt poker someday. Yeah, no. Maybe... It works better if it's a metaphor. Maybe for Krampus knocked. No, what's what? What does what, what this represent for you? What is it? What does it mean for your life? My full potential as a demon. Thank you. Why didn't you say that to begin with? Well, I didn't know we would. <laughs> I mean, if you wanted me to say something specific, Kale, you could have just told me, and I would have said it. All right, pass me one of those oh. vinegars over here. I just did some great work there. I uh, I walked you through that mental exercise. Well, I feel like I did most of the work. Yeah, but I, I guided you. I guided you. Okay. Yeah. I feel like that was a breakthrough. Was it? Uh, I'm going off the fact that you got emotional, so I don't... Well, fair enough, but... uh... Also, I'll be honest with you, I checked out about halfway through. Oh, did you get to the staircase part? (laughs) No, I was there for the staircase. Halfway through your breakthrough, I checked out. Okay, that's fine. a little bit. Well, I checked out on the first half. Okay. Well, listen, I want you to listen to me now. This is important. Hear me now. Hear me now. Talk to me later. All right. This unattained butt poker. All right. Uh-huh. I want you to metaphorically super ultra mega butt poker. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I want you to go for it. All right. Uh, you you've always wanted it, but you've never gotten it. And guess what? A life of almost is a life of never. I knew what you're saying. Yeah. I should take a blacksmithing class, and I should make the ultimate mega butt poker. You know, if that's what you take out of this, that's on the scale of things that you could have said, that's fine. I think that's okay. Oh, good. But you've, you were, you've been working so long to become a demi-demon, and you haven't. You're almost there, almost there, almost there. Guess what? A life of almost is a life of... No, I t- Never. I, I checked I out about it. halfway there. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, that's fair. But, you know, you might think, oh, it's hopeless. I'm never going to be a demi-demon. But guess what? I, well, I'm already a demi-demon. Well, 
I, this is what you said when you weren't even a demi-demon. This when before, I was a semi-demon. When you were a semi-demon. Yeah, yeah when you were like a half uh, mass demon. A chubs demon. <laughs> yeah. Steve Buscemi demon. Yeah, you might have thought, I, it's hopeless. And it, I mean, demon, it's going to be just crazy to think about. It's unattainable. <laughs> demon, please. <laughs> but even the word hopeless has hope in it. Okay? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I won't think about it too much. No, that's a t-shirt. Write that shit down. Uh, yeah. Write that shit down. Oh, I'll definitely write it down. All right. Great. We have some listener mail. Oh, here. oh sweet. Yeah. And for those of you who uh, want to know, uh, uh, you can uh, write to the podcast from hell at uh, the podcast from hell 69 at gmail.com. Dot com? That's a... Real email address. <laughs> it's a real email address. I think people don't believe. I've it gotten is, a lot of. I've gotten a lot of emails where, like, it's just like, "Is this a real email address? Really? Are you really checking this?" Here is the first listener mail. <laughs> you don't have to do that. Right. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast from hell. Hey, <laughs> you son of a bitch! That's an intro. <laughs> That's my intro. That's right. We didn't do the intro. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who are just now joining us, my name is Kale, and I've been damned to hell and cursed to record a podcast for all eternity. I'm not one to limit my lot in life. Or afterlife. Or afterlife. So I've decided to make this the best damned, damned podcast that anyone has ever heard. By anyone, anyone, I mean the, the damned souls who have been cursed to listen to podcasts for all eternity. I seek each week to motivate and inspire those poor and fortunate <laughs> souls. Poor and fortunate. <laughs> and make their afterlife just a little bit better all right then fade to commercial here is oh this one is one that's uh it's kind of taking me to task oh yeah it says dear kale i enjoy the podcast oh nice it helps me to get through my daily torture but you've always been very professional and i've noticed that the other week you left the podcast studio while the guest was speaking, that's probably when Beelzebub was here. Yeah, that's weird. It's odd that uh, in the middle of Beelzebub yeah. talking, you seem to sort of just make an excuse to that's leave the room. Exactly the point they're making. Yeah. To the point where I'm almost wondering if you wrote that. Rick. What? Yeah, if you could read, I would. It's just not professional. Yeah, so that's what they're saying is not professional. I it was extreme circumstances because this podcast studio it's haunted. is haunted. Yeah, there yes. was a ghost. There was a ghost. It, Poked its head right through the wall like a stretchy, like the latex paint. Yeah. It said the word Garfield. It said the word Garfield. Things got weird. I was getting ready to say the word Garfield, and then it said the word Garfield. Freaked me out. It's so I had a very good reason for leaving. No, no, no problem. This is our second email. We got oh, all fuck. Got for fuck's week. sake, I got to get to commercials. <laughs> Daddy's got to get paid. This one asks, hey, Kel and Rick. Oh, they included you on that one. Oh, hey, thank you. Really love the show. But I'm really curious to how it fits into the universe. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know what that means. Oh, it fits into what universe? I don't know. I think maybe they're asking, like, uh, is, it, is it inside of a shared universe, like, uh, like the Marvel Cinematic Universe? I, I, I don't know. I always like to think that we're sort of somewhere inside of, like, the St. Elsewhere universe. Like we're in like a snow globe? Somewhere between St. Elsewhere and Dallas. Okay. This is for the kids out there. <laughs> the the much older kids. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm much uh, much in the same way that Friends and ER are in the same shared universe. The fuck you say? Well, George Clooney, uh, 
guest starred on Friends as his character from ER, so they're in the same shared universe. Oh, like, uh, like, like Cheers and Frasier. That's, yeah, that's maybe a bit more on the nose. Yeah, yeah. They are. Like, uh, they're like, also in that same universe, though. They're in the Friends-averse. What? Yee. Cheers Yee. and Frasier? Uh-huh. On the same universe as Friends? Friends and ER and St. Elsewhere and Dallas. You're blowing my mind right now. Uh-huh. What about uh, the Jeffersons? I don't think so. No? It's in a different universe. The the mod universe. <laughs> it is in the modiverse. <laughs> the modiverse, which includes Archie Bunker and Archie all the family. And the gang. Archie's Archie's yeah. place. No, Archie and the gang is a different <laughs> different altogether. So uh, that one was from Kevin. So Kevin, uh, just so you know, this is not a fictional podcast. This is uh, uh, this is a real podcast, and it does not fit within the universe uh, at all. Except for uh, Universal Studios. We are in the Universal Studios universe. We do record on the Universal yes. Studios. On the sound lot, yeah. yeah in, in hell, the hell version of Universal Studios. Which is <laughs> Universal Studios. I, I have a third. Uh, oh, for, for fuck's sake. <laughs> this one says, oh, it's written in kind of a weird dialect, uh, but it says uh, basically. Don't try it. Hey, <laughs> hey cousin, just checking in <laughs> to see if you had made a decision yet. Oh. oh, this one's addressed to you, Rick. That's interesting. Yeah, it's uh, Rick. Uh-huh. Hey, cousin. cousin. Just checking in to see if you made a decision. What the? What? What's that all about? It's a personal thing. Yeah. Yeah. You want to you talk about it? Not really. What kind of decision are people asking you if you're if you're going to make? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no idea, no clue. Mm-hmm. I know. Maybe it's the wrong number. Maybe it's the wrong, very specific email address. Yeah, sometimes I get. Maybe there is supposed to be like the podcast from hell sixty eight dot com. <laughs> You think that one's out there? Oh, I'm sure. All right, do me a favor. Uh-huh. Make a note of this. Uh, okay. After the show, send an email to... Cease and desist? Yes, yeah, send our oh, okay. cease and desist. Our, just the standard just our standard boiler standard plate, yeah. cease and desist. To the, the Podcast from Hell 68. And just for good measure, go ahead and send it to The Podcast from Hell 70. Uh, uh-huh. And 67. So 67. 71. 60 through 66. 75. Uh, 72. Just like the cease and desist to whom it may concern, it has come to our attention that there has been an exculpatory case of malfeasance or female feasance. The party of the first part, hereby known as the Podcast from Hell, instructs the party of the second part, also known as cockbiters, to cease and desist their tort of expelliarmus and the violations of infringement of our copyrightiousness. I have corroborating evidence of trademark slander and or libel, and I expect compensatory damages of heinous leviosa. I demand statutory reparations and I an immediate dismissal of all illicit and explicit use of gag orders and pro bonos or else all right i uh, i don't remember cockbiters being a part of it but it sounds fine it was a that. it was a reference to another network <laughs> okay all right so yeah just uh, go ahead and send that to uh good uh a couple of things to the list if you can uh-huh. get the, the fart beetles out of here that's are they still in here is that what that was what do you mean, are they still in here do you not smell them well, i kind of got used to it <laughs> Well, I am not used to it. And uh, I don't, I've still not heard from Gertie and Garfield. I, I hope they're not coming back at this point because I made good use of their gin still. Yeah, they're, um, let's talk off air about that. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and take a commercial break. Roll the commercial. Yeah, and we'll, we'll chat off air. Okay. Maybe you can tell me what, uh, what decision it is you're having to make uh, okay. and we'll work through that. Sure. All right. Zip, zap, zap, recruiter. Looking for a qualified candidate to fill your open position? What about six candidates? 
Zip Zap Zap Recruiter will find a local improv team to fill any and all positions. And the best part is, you don't have to pay them anything. In fact, they'll pay you. All they need is a drink voucher and a one-word suggestion. Can we get an occupation? I heard proctologist. Zip Zap Zap Recruiter. Pretty much just proctologists. And we are back. <laughs> Everything's normal and I feel comfortable. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to ask you about the, your decision that you have to make. Yep. Oh, well. Uh, who's it? I don't know. Are you want me to get it? Or you it I'll, I'll get, I'll okay, get you it. It is producer's job anyway. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. You're welcome. Who is it? Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay. Archie, can you let me sit down here? Oh, hi. Okay. All right. Hello. It's me, Grumble Duke. Grumble Duke. Hi. Welcome back. Thank you. I'll just take a seat. Um, would you stop squirming? I'm sorry. I just can't. I just can't. I'll sit. I'll sit down now. I'll keep, I'm going to go behind the booth, the glass booth. Our listeners will remember that Grumble Duke is a therapist, a psychotherapist. A I'm a psychiatrist. Psychologist? Psychiatrist. Psychiatrist, because you can prescribe pills. Exactly. And Speaking of which, Kale. Yeah. Have you ever thought of the morning after? You know, like for yourself. You mean the Carpenter song? Uh-huh. No, I don't, I don't, I don't All know. All right, we'll talk about it later. Uh, listeners will remember that Grumble Duke is Rick's <laughs> psychologist. Psychiatrist. Psychiatrist, yeah. He, uh, he actually <laughs> helps Rick. And, uh, that's right, he puts the uh, psychoanal in psychoanalysis. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's my catchphrase. <laughs> Is his catchphrase. As per that one commercial I did. <laughs> but I imagine Rick has not been to you in a while because Rick's life has been going pretty smoothly ever since we kind of gotten things right back on track here. That's true. But uh, ever since uh, we stopped carrying his line of insurance, I've invited him back quite frequently. I've, I forgot. Yeah, I've, I've, I've a lot of things to talk about now, apparently. Rick was out of network, as if I remember. Extraordinarily out of network. Very out of network. Yeah, you couldn't be more possibly out. If he was any more out of network, he would have come back around the world and been in network. <laughs> okay. He came to you for help, and uh, you, you tried to help him. He was out of network, so you dropped him like a bad habit. Uh, no, 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 no. I dropped him once he got in network. But then apparently somewhere around season two or the beginning of three, he got back out of network. And so now I'm treating him again. So you think of uh, your time in terms of our season? Is that uh, yeah? Is that what I understand? Yeah, I've been telling him about it. Wow. That's, that's fascinating. I had heard to tell that you actually, you uh, when you report your revenue, you do it in terms of our podcast season. I do it in season arcs. That's right. Yeah. I said, you know, that bit where it gets real boring in the middle? It sounds like every character is kind of just the same nope. guy over and over and don't, over don't know again. That one. No, that's yep, yep. And then that bit where um, uh, that fancy fellow, who, uh, Pazuzu, where he keeps coming back, uh, that's, a, that's an arc, um, yeah. a bill for that. <laughs> and then uh, there's a bit sort of where it got around the sort of holiday season. 
uh, there was a bunch of mentions of Kristallnacht, and so I build for that too. Hey, uh, Grumble Duke, the listeners don't really like it when you recap what's happened before. Uh, they they like to be reminded, but they don't. We don't. That's, really need that's to. what I like to try to say. And yeah. Kale never listens to. Me. Do you feel like Kale doesn't listen to? You? Well, I mean, that's what I just said. I said you feel like he doesn't listen to me. Yeah, so uh, Grumble Duke, I appreciate you stopping by, but I, I think Rick now is under my tutelage, and he's he's probably doing pretty good. About that, um, since I've been seeing Rick more regularly, I feel like he's been coming in asking me about, is he a troll, or is he a man? Oh, yeah. Is this something you've been talking to him about? Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh it's it's exercise that we've been doing. It's it's metaphorical. Is it? <laughs> yeah, it's a metaphorical. Because I, you know, Rick isn't a troll or a man. You know he's he, could you put down the vinegar? Uh, yeah. Just yeah, while yeah. we're talking, do you mind if sure. you put down no, the no, vinegar? No, 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 no. I mean, you know, I, what you do is cute. Is and that all. just a bottle of spearmint <laughs> oil? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's my own. I, I Does that not burn? It's spicy. It's spicy for sure. Okay. Yeah. No, I think it's it's a metaphorical. Rick has really got to let go of uh, who he was so that he can become who he's going to be. But who he was was a demi demon, and then somehow under your uh, let's say tutelage, uh-huh. he. Got demoted six or seven times to semi demon, uh, Steve Buscemi demon, any demon, Lemoncello demon, Lemoncello demon. Yeah, right. So uh, I, I'm wondering, what sort of benefit are you having on his life? In my defense, uh, that was an alternate timeline, or <laughs> I'm not clear exactly that oh, word. Oh, I'm sorry. Was, was that the before time? It was. It was the time uh, I was the producer and Rick was the host. It was a lot of pressure. It was too oh, much yeah. pressure. I forgot about that timeline. Yes, too much pressure. It was, it was a lot of pressure. It was uh, almost as if uh, you know the entire podcast was happening within the snow globe of a special needs child. Yeah, it was like we got split apart and had to communicate over a vast. Distance. Yeah. What about your vast deference? No. Uh, okay. Well, that's that. No, that's on you. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't implying anything about Kale's vast deference. I've been using a pierganta as uh, a metaphor and to to guide Rick to where he needs to be. And you think that's helping? I'm sorry. What 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 are you trying to get at? What's your point? You questioning feel... my methods? Yes. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> Have you been to school for um, psycho? Analysis? No. Have you? No. <laughs> okay. Well, then what's your point? I read a book. Okay. I think I see what's happening. I think Rick Grimaldook is somewhat jealous because he sees the progress you're making under mm-hmm. my what? tutelage. Is it, is it His tutelage is no good. My tutelage is pretty great. Oh, okay. I don't feel like it is. But. Uh, well, I think it's jealousy. It, it could be something else, but I think that's what it is. You're saying you think you might be jealous? You know that's not what I said. You, but do I? You're twisting my words and not even doing it well. But am I? <laughs> okay, see. But that's what you're doing. But am I? Uh, I see what you're doing. Do you? Yeah, what, I do. What am I doing, Kyle? Well, you're you're twisting things around. I feel like you're trying to remake Rick in your image, when really you should be trying to remake Rick in a Rick's own image. Uh, well, he's already in Rick's image, so what would be the point in that? 
I knew, and it's pretty disgusting. It's it's terrible. Yeah, I can vouch for that. It's it's stinky. It's gotten him nowhere. It's gotten him here. That's right. That's why I have to mold him through a series of uh, regressive hypnotism, because <laughs> I, I I don't know if you know this, but we've uh, we've journeyed back through his subconscious. Okay, you've been doing regression therapy. We've been doing hypnotic regression, and I've discovered that he has a severe case of premature latent repressed Oedipal disassociative behavior. That's what I thought. I said that in season one. Is it? It, it, Stop doing that. All right. Rick, uh, I don't think that this aggressive hypnosis... (laughs) Now get me talking Norwegian. This aggressive hypnosis, I don't think that it's good for you, Rick. I don't know. I feel pretty good afterwards. And that one time I even remembered being abducted by aliens. No, I, I think he's No, that, putting, was, that was the devil. I think we all remember that. <laughs> I think uh, he's he could be putting who knows what uh, subconscious suggestions in your mind. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, pretty, I pretty much remember all of those... Uh, uh, the various rituals with Satan and how we sacrificed babies and had to drink the pee-pee. No, uh, Rick, I I mean, I think you're going to have to make a decision about where you go next. Well, I think I think Grumble, Grumble Duke has been... He, he said he might even allow me to have medication. <laughs> okay. Can't That's imagine. right, Rick. It, it, if, you, if you try hard enough, eventually I'll let you take... A pill. All right. I've got one word for you, Rick. Hug, yeah. Hugs, not drugs. Hugs, not drugs. Hugs, not drugs. That's not one word, is <laughs> It's my word. Hugs, not drugs. Hugs not, dr- hugs, not drugs. Okay, well, what's that mean? Well, it boils down to this, Rick. So Grimbleduke says, oh, you're just fine the way you are, and he wants you to become more yourself. And I'm saying, aren't you disappointed in who you are and want to be better? So, oh, shit, is that... Is that what you've been saying? Grumble? I've been, yeah. Is that what you've been saying, Gail? I've been saying you should be disappointed in yourself. Oh. At least as disappointed in yourself as I am disappointed in you. Wait, how disappointed are you in me? <laughs> I'm very, very disappointed. Okay, well, that's, that's exciting. But in a good way. I mean that in the best possible way. Uh, um, oh, 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 okay. Like how you've, you, you, you think that I could do better and you want me to be a better version of myself? Yeah, better man. You can't find a better man. And, and what what is he? What do you think Grumble Duke wants? Well, I, don't, I don't know. Grumble let's Duke, let's what ask do you, him. What do you want me to do? Well, what I'd like you to do is to lean in. That's right. The most important thing is to find your core inner sense of purpose and lean in. Now, for you, you've told me that that is uh, poking butts, as you say, and making love to your sweet, sweet goat wife, Lucille. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) All right, then. So uh, how could you better make sweet, sweet love to your goat wife, Lucille, and poke butts better? Shit, I don't know. I mean, I I could do it uh, at the same time, but I don't know if Lucille would be up for that. Maybe you should go home and ask her. That's something you should talk about between the two of you. 
I guess that's something we could do. Rick, he's he's suggesting that you need couples counselling. Is what he's. Oh wait, shit! No, is that what you're suggesting? Yeah. That is absolutely what I've been suggesting. Well, I don't know if my I don't know if my insurance he's will cover counselling. That. That. No, I've yeah. tried. I've just got an enormous bill for a year's worth of couples counselling that I didn't realize I wasn't being properly billed for. Yes, absolutely. And we'll come after you forever and ever, even after you're divorced. I don't think we're going to get oh, divorced. divorced. <laughs> yeah, uh, Grumble Duke, you don't know Rick very well. No, we're, not, we're, we're in it to win it, baby. <laughs> All right, well, hey, Rick, I think uh, the choice is clear. You you can't be with me and Grumble Duke. Um, so maybe, Grumble Duke, you sit on that side of the studio, and I'll sit on this side, and let's both right, call Rick and see who comes uh, to him. I'll go right over here, and I'll just uh, make sure that slather my genitals in <laughs> Beef jerky. Okay, well, that's that's a cheap shot. I don't know. It's probably going to work. <laughs> okay. Uh, Rick, don't you want to come and be disappointed in yourself? That sounds pretty convincing. I, do. I would actually like to feel disappointed in myself. I can get a little high on my horse if you think about it. You, you can get a bit uppity. Uh, no, Rick. Don't you want to? Don't you want to come over here and be the best little Ricky you can be? Oh. Yeah. I mean, I I do want to be the best me I can be. I mean, Lucille married me, and and she likes me for me. But she doesn't want little Ricky. She wants mm-hmm. big Rick. I mean, she said that a couple of times. I know. <laughs> okay. You told me in well, detail. I, I wish I hadn't. <laughs> All right, so uh, who, what's it going to be? Um, what's it going to be, boy? That's right. What's it going to be? Come on. Hey there. All right. right here. Come over look. here. I don't, I don't know. All right. Rick, All right. I, no, I don't. No, right here. I'm, look, look. Rick, I'm opening my arms. I got uh, arms wide open. Uh, All right. Don't you want a hug from Kale? Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, that's my boy. Oh, oh for fuck's sake. <laughs> All right, I'll see you next week, Rick. Yeah, all right, I'll see you next week. <laughs> all right, uh, hey, Grumble Duke. What's that? Don't let the door hit you on the way out. <laughs> Suck it, Grumble Duke. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Woo, high one, five. I'm the one making that sweet, sweet bank. Oh. Oh, I, I pay him an exorbitant fee. <laughs> okay, well... I I have this podcast, so well then. Anyway, I guess you're both winning. My Venmo it it pings every once in a while <laughs> with request money. <laughs> if someone has requested, you go fifty percent on a purchase. Yes, that's exactly yeah. right. All right. Oh uh, well, Rick. Wow, that was a close one. Yeah, I almost abandoned you forever. I know. I'm glad we got you out of that. I'm like a little uh, Tom Cruise over here, saving you from psychology. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. That's a very specific reference. I guess so. All right, bud. You know what? I feel good about things. I think we're on the, uh, we're on the right path. Kayla, are you really going to help me become a full-fledged demon? Oh, you're going to be such a big demon. Okay. Huge, huge demon. Huge? Yeah, huge. Big league? <laughs> you're going to be so big league. Oh, sweet.
You're listening to The Podcast from Hell, part of the Queen City Podcast Network and made possible through a partnership with Queen City Comedy and generous donations by the viewers like you. Reach us at thepodcastfromhell69 at gmail.com. That can't be right. Rick, we, we have to get a new email. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram, where I'm currently posting an emotion a day throughout the month. Don't forget to rate and review us and tell a friend. I'm sure you know someone who needs this podcast more than you do. Don't be selfish.